0: Welcome to Dodgers Daily, Casey Porter here, so glad you decided to tune in. Today we have a very, very, very special guest, left-handed pitcher in the Dodgers organization, Justin Robleski, comes into Dodgers Daily, and hey, Robo, it is Bedlam Week, so I thought it appropriate to bring on a, a fellow Oklahoma State Cowboy, so go Pokes, all right? Go Pokes! All right, so hey, it is Bedlam Week, so I'm going to put you right on the spot, right off the bat, what's going to happen?
1: Well, I mean, OU is just coming off that tough loss against Kansas. Um, so, and, and it looks like we're trending up. And I mean, Ollie Gordon's doing his thing. So, I think I think the Pokes uh, eke out a W for a All score. Right. I'm gonna give you. Ooh, feels <laughs> like feels like a 35-24 game to me. Oh, That's nice! My guess. <laughs>
0: Nice, 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 nice. Okay, so enough about the battle. Let's get into your season last year. And, hey, I want to take you back to early April. I believe it's like your second outing of the year. You're in Dayton. For people that don't know, Dayton sells out every single time that they play a game. I think they sold out like every home game this year. They're right on top of you. They're a very vocal crowd and I think I know you well enough, Robo, to where, hey, those 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 people were giving it to you, and you gave it right back to them with your performance. The last couple of innings that you had in that in that game were very dominant. So, first of all, I kind of wanted to, to take you back to that moment. And, you know, you've, you've, you're coming off the Tommy John, so you're kind of in rehab mode. Did that kind of take you out of rehab mode and right back into compete mode right off the bat?
1: Um, so I think anyone that has been around me or has been on a team with me, um, and anyone that was with me through that entire rehab process, and like me coming back or whatever, um, I don't really have a rehab mode. <laughs> um, I think for me, it's always like anytime I get the ball, like it doesn't matter if we're in a sandlot, it doesn't matter if we're in a backfield in Arizona, like if you give me the ball, like I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna I'm gonna compete. And, you know, I'm gonna do my thing. Like that's just kind of who I am, and that's you know, I I I think I've understood it that's kind of who I need to be like in order to succeed. Um, So I think that's just kind of my demeanor out there, but for sure, anytime, you know, we uh, not at that point in the season, but we had had, you know, a little beef with Dayton later on in the year. So like anytime we played them, it was, it was a lot of fun, just kind of like embracing that moment and being like, all right, like I'm going to go out there and do this for the boys, like kind of, kind of deal. So, but yeah, anytime you can, you can pitch in front of a lot of people, like, that makes it that kind of gives me an edge. I, I kind of enjoy it, um, you know, more than if there's nobody in the stands for sure. So I think that was, that was a big point in my year. Just kind of, you know, getting in front of those people and being like, okay, this is professional baseball. Like now it's time to go. And then I think from then on, like it was, a, it was a solid year for sure. So, so your first month,
0: you had a lot of really high moments, kind of some ups and downs, just kind of getting loose, getting back in the groove of things. Your second and third months were just simply fantastic, pretty close to dominant. so, that had to be a lot of fun just kind of feeling like you're getting loose and throwing the ball and releasing the ball like you're used to feeling it.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I'd say just kind of that first month um, kind of had some things just not go my way and, and maybe like kind of switch up some usage stuff. But I think my FIP at one point was like half of what my ERA was. So it was just like I know I'm doing the right things, and DA is telling me like, hey, you're doing the right things. Like don't worry about it. Just keep plugging kind of deal and, and you know – that really helped me and, and even, you know, Okoye um just kinda talking to me and Nob and talking to me being like, Hey man, like this it can't keep going like this. Like it'd be like make one bad pitch an outing. Not even like a bad pitch, but it's just like stuff to where it's like, yeah, I caught a little plate and he got a double and for whatever reason there there was runners on base, whatever. But I think kind of just having that realization like, okay, man, like this isn't college anymore, like I've gotta make a lot more starts, like it's Like, there's no need to panic and kind of worry about it. And then I think, really, like, went to Lake County. I remember we went to Lake County, and that was my first, I think, of the year, second of the year where I had the Tuesday and then throw again on Sunday. And threw well on Tuesday. I think I went, like, four innings scoreless and, like, got out of a jam in the fourth where they, like, let me kind of ride my pitch count and got out of a jam in the fourth. And I was like, okay, like, now now we go. And I think from that point on in the season, like – there was not a lot of times where, um, I don't know, I, I felt like I wasn't going to go out there and perform. I guess that's kind of how it's always got to be like when, when you're going out there, but um, just kind of building off of it and understanding, like once I figure out like, you know, usage stuff and, and <clears throat> adding different pitches and things like that, like really helped me out. And, and it was, it was a great, you know, learning experience for me that first month. And then just kind of, building as the year went on it was it was it was awesome so I, I can't obviously thank you know all those those guys that helped me out through that um, enough but you know a lot of guys have way worse struggles than that so like i said like just kind of go through it and be like yeah i, I enjoy it let's keep going so 2019
0: you're at clemson and, and you kind of go back and forth between being a starter being in the bullpen 2020 you're at juco you're, you're on your way to having a great year then that gets canceled 2021, you have your Tommy John halfway through your your last season there at Oklahoma State. And then last year, 2022, when I say last year, I mean 2022, you know, yeah. it's kind of just a year of just getting back on the mound and just kind of getting comfortable again. So really, in a lot of ways, this was your first year to, to start in a starting role and to get extended the way that you did. So were you a little bit worried about your durability? You know, we've always known the stuff was there, but just not having done it in the last four or five years, were you worried about that durability aspect of it?
1: Uh, Personally, I I was not. Um, I never really have worried about that. Even, even those times where I was going through that struggle with TJ and everything else, it's like, yeah, man, like comes kind of, kind of comes with the territory. Like you throw hard, like you're going to put yourself at risk. And and that's just kind of something that, that happened. And you know what? Like, my, my arm could have been messed up for a long time before that, and whatever. So um, I, I wasn't worried about that at all. And then, you know, also another part of that just kind of whole deal, like that year at Juco, I broke my jaw. So <laughs> went from throwing like 95, 96 in the fall, broke my jaw, lost 25 pounds. Got, so had my mouth wired for five weeks <laughs> and then I ended up coming back. Like I missed kind of like our first two weeks of the season. I go go in the morning because they wired my mouth shut. I go in the morning, they take the wires out of my mouth. I throw in a game, which probably wasn't the smartest thing to do. I threw in a game that day, and then just kind of like my ramp back on, <laughs> like probably <laughs> probably didn't help my arm uh, per se. But no, man, I, I've never I've never worried about kind of durability stuff and, and and things like that. I think. Yeah. If you catch yourself kind of worrying about things like that, I don't think you put enough work in. Um, That's kind of what it comes down to. I think if you, if you believe that you did all you could to um, put yourself in a spot where you can be a starting pitcher, like I think you're fine. And if you get hurt, man, like that's just, that's part of the game. So, Um, but yeah, I just think you got to put in, if you put in the work um, and, and uh, I, I think I like to pride myself on kind of being that kind of guy, like, I think you shouldn't be really worried about something like that. I think I was just kind of like, yeah, let's do it. Give me the ball. So So
0: having talked to some of your former coaches, some of your coaches that you have right now, you know, the the first thing that they'll say is, "Hey, this dude is like the the most legitimate person as far as being rigid with his diet, being rigid with his daily routine, lifting his weights, doing his running, doing all the stuff that he needs to do to take care of his body." So that all finally paid off for you didn't it?
1: For sure. For sure. And, uh, it's not, it's not going to stop anytime soon. That's just kind of my personality. Just kind of anything I can do to kind of like, if I do something, like I'll give it 110%. Like that's, you know, any, any edge I can gain through whether it's nutrition, whether it's this, whether it's that, like I'm going to do it. And that's just kind of, kind of who I am. So it's, it's not going to stop anytime soon. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. I was talking to Josh, your former coach there at Oklahoma state, Josh Holliday, at one of the camps and he just went on and on and on about just you know that you off the field work process talking to rob hill in the offseason last year he went on and on and on about it talking to dave anderson so super impressed with the way that you take care of yourself from start to start which is such a huge deal as a professional because you're playing for six months you know in college you're playing for a shorter period of time so yeah. as you become a professional that nutrition and all that becomes that much more valuable so okay this last season for the Loons, man, this was a super blast because you had really cool players to watch. You were a good team. It almost felt like a college environment where you guys were all playing for each other. You were playing for something. So did you kind of get that feel out of this team?
1: Yeah, um, and then, you know, me being a guy that's never really had a chance to kind of make that run in the postseason in college, like, it was, it was as close as it gets for sure. Obviously, it's it's a little more grindy and a little more, you know, this and that. But, I mean... At the end of the day, like it, it was a lot of fun to be around, and you know we were we were good for for a long time there. We struggled a little bit in the second half, but you know I think kind of just coming back, making the championship, kind of it, it was good. It was it was a really fun time for sure.
0: I've told many people the next crop of left-handed starters in the Dodgers organizational system was at Great Lakes. You Maddox, Ronan Kopp, of course Ronan. He moved to the bullpen there towards the end of the season, and wow, how dominant he was! But you guys had to. Uh, fed off of each other as the season went on, didn't you?
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. Just kind of, you know, watching just kind of the stuff out of really all of us is just pretty ridiculous. Like, just sitting there, not not just the left-handed guys. Like, just like, man, we're we're, we're in high right now, but these guys, like, these guys have big league stuff, man, just kind of top to bottom on our team. And it's just – it's really fun to watch kind of just guys go out there and dominate, and like, even the guys who's, like – stuff on our team is not as great as like collective the whole it's just like their stuff is still disgusting and they're still able to just dominate it's just it's really fun to watch and and just like top to bottom starters relievers like just everybody was, was it was it was really fun to be around this year for sure
0: well i know you well enough to know that every time that dave took the ball from you did not want to come out having said that though the relief core for the loons this year a lot of these guys ran hot you know they they like to ride that adrenaline you, you had several guys that, that approached 100. Hobbsy had that ridiculous curveball. So even though you probably didn't want to give up the ball, you know, giving up that ball and going in the dugout and watching this relief core for the Loons, that had to be a joy too, didn't it?
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, it, you know, anytime any of those guys in the back end come in, it's like, yeah, like, we probably got this one locked. So it's, it's, it's really fun to watch, man. And, and just kind of seeing guys like, you know, I'd say it's more impressive to me to, to watch guys where it's like, yeah, okay, he blew one last week, and then, you know, immediately hop back up there and just dominate for a month. It's just like, okay, this this is kind of like this is what you're dealing with with guys that are that are really good and like kind of understanding like this is what <laughs> this is what makes people good is the guys that can bounce back like that. You know, guys like Hobbs and dryer and, and all those guys, man. Mitch, like even those guys. They do a great job and just watch them pitch Suarez, obviously. I, I could go I could go name the whole bullpen. Just kind of yeah. they're just it's really fun to watch and it's really, you know, kind of a joy to be around, just kind of the uh, I'd say the attitudes and, and, and the effort those guys put into every day to, to try and be their best. So yeah. All that to say, like I definitely trust those guys for sure, even if even if my runners are on. So Hi
0: Great Lakes level is always a level where the pitching piles up in terms of numbers on the roster so you have to have a super creative uh, pitching coach if you will to kind of get everybody's working of course you're a starter so it wasn't quite as difficult for you but definitely in the pen you have so many guys that you can turn to there is nobody better in the game especially at the minor league level than dave anderson and being creative to make sure that every pitcher on that staff gets exactly what they need whether it be a bullpen whether it be on an off day or just getting the work in
1: yeah for sure and and. Then- kind of just being able to work with Dave this year. And, and I worked with him a little bit my first year when uh, I was in Arizona, um, just kind of talking through stuff with him and then just kind of getting to know him. Um, but yeah, it was, it was great. And he, uh, I can't say enough good things about DA man. He, he really knows his stuff, like anything mechanical wise, like he, he really knows and he really cares. So like, if you, if you ask him for stuff, like he's going to help you out, he's going to give you what he thinks um, and, and you can bounce kind of ideas back and forth off of him. And if you, if you don't like it, he's not going to make you do stuff. Like it's, it's, it's really, it's really cool to, to work with a guy like that because you feel like, I don't know. There's some people you work with where you don't necessarily feel in control of it. Um, he kind of makes you feel the opposite. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm here as a resource, but like you're, you can do what you want, but here's what I think. And, and I think that's a really good relationship to have because you know, at the end of the day, like if you don't like it, like it's never going to work for you. So, I think if 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 you, like Dave is just the best. I, I again like can't say enough great things about him. Like he kind of helped me with with usage stuff, and he'll make sheets for you, saying like, okay, like when targets here, like here's kind of the differences between when you were going good and when you're struggling, kind of deal, and you know everything like that, like really helps a guy like me who who likes to see stuff like that and, and kind of is, is able to make adjustments off stuff like that. So again man Dave and, and from the management's and everything else perspective of trying to manage that bullpen and figure it out like I don't even want to think about <laughs> trying to do that because that's just <laughs> it seems like such a pain man but I, I we love him and, and honestly can't say enough great things about da
0: you know the the key word that you use there and and I had a, a guy who was a first round draft pick in 1972 that I get to my, my best friend in the world Eddie Dave's, who played for the Cardinals? He always tells yes. me this. I want to work for a guy that you work with, and not a guy that you work for. And I noticed that you used the word "work with" with Da yeah, a couple of different exactly. times. That's perfect.
1: Exactly. That's that's what it takes, man. I think any pitching coach I've ever had that that I'm able to to work with, as as opposed yeah. to work for, yeah. man, I, I, that that's always helped me a lot. So,
0: hey, uh, Daniel Nava. This was his first year to be the head manager. Of course, he worked under Shoe at Rancho in 2022 so got moved up whenever austin got moved into more of a a kind of a roving position so man it sure seemed like he put out a pretty cool environment
1: oh for sure for sure i mean just kind of coming to the clubhouse every day like you know obviously he's always got his his swagger and his like (laughs) it's hard to explain but it's just kind of the way the way nava kind of carries himself and the way you can kind of ask him questions about stuff and he'll kind of ask you questions about stuff. And it's, 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 a, he's an awesome guy to be around and the clubhouse was great. And again, like can't thank him enough for, for kind of all he did for me, just kind of throughout the season and kind of his trust in me for a couple of those outings, like where, you know, it's minor league baseball. So yes, it's a little different, but like, there's a couple of those outings where it's like, yeah, first and second and the fifth, I get out of it. And I go one more, like, that, that means a lot to me because that's kind of the guy I want to be like, I want to be going deep in the games. I want to do things like that. And he gave me the opportunity, which was awesome, um, because I haven't really had a whole lot of experience doing stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that was, that was great for me. Um, and then just kind of everything off the field, he was great. Just kind of giving us, giving us show and goes if we need them, just kind of, you know, having feel with stuff. And, and believe it or not, that's, that's, hard for a lot of people to, to have that mm-hmm. kind of feel so it's he, he was a great manager and, and uh can't thank him enough again because just you know i think a big part of my years is you know due to that coaching staff there for sure
0: definitely uh very cool that you got to throw to three of the better catchers in the minor leagues dalton rushing obviously the number one prospect in the dodgers organization yaner or fernandez and then quite possibly the most underrated offensive and defensive player in the dodgers minor league system when you talk about griffin lockwood pal he caught some too lock i love that guy i love the way he's a big guy but he used the middle of the field so how cool was it to get to get to throw to three uh such three great catchers
1: yeah it, it was great it was great i mean throwing any of those guys like you're confident having any of them back there um just on any given day and i love just kind of the you know obviously again like minor leagues is a little different you got to get everybody in so most of the time you're not going to be thrown to a specific guy all the time so just kind of getting the chance to to work with different guys and kind of figure out like uh i would just say like how to game plan with them or how to talk to them about the game as opposed to other guys it's just kind of like because they have to learn us but at the same time like we have to learn them and figure Mm -hmm. them out but again like it was it was awesome throwing all those guys and to your point on Locke, man, Locke is Locke is a beast. He is really good back there. Um, like if you look at a lot of the framing numbers, his stuff is really good. Mm-hmm. He is he is severely underrated as a catcher, and he is a really good hitter. Um, I think even his numbers this year, like they're not going to show as well as he hit the ball this year. He hit the ball hard a lot and came up empty, hitting it hard a lot. Um, obviously, we know Dalton hits absolute nukes, and <laughs> yeah, he can just yeah, he can just. Get it in play and get a double, triple homer when he wants to. It's just, it's, it's a crazy, it's a crazy group of catchers for sure. But I love throwing all of them. I uh, even got to throw to Max this year, who's really good yeah. back there. It's just like, uh, it's, it's, it's awesome, man. It's, it's really fun to kind of work with all those guys because, because they care, and, and and that at the end of the day, that's all I can really ask for is just for them to to care about defense back there, and that's that's really half the battle with, with some of those guys. So it was it was really awesome to throw to all of them.
0: You got a full season under your belt. What things do you think you're doing well enough right now to be a consistent major leaguer?
1: I think, man. There's not. There's so as far as things kind of need that need to be tightened up a little bit. Um, I'd say. I don't know, man. Really, at the end of last year, I felt like. I don't know. This is just me being me, but like I, I feel like I'm I'm to a point where. I'm I'm becoming more and more ready to to be there, um, and, and I really want to be there soon. And I I, I feel like I have put myself in a spot where um, command wise, just with everything, with sequencing wise, with kind of understanding hitters and, and things like that. Like I think I'm at a point where just just need more experience. Really, is what it comes down to. I, I think everything from a mechanical standpoint is in a good spot right now. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm throwing the hardest I've ever thrown, so just kind of keep everything there and, and, and kind of keep pushing. Cause I, cause I feel like I'm, I'm close. Um, and I, am I'm, I'm ready to just kind of kind of be there. That's, that's kind of my, my, my goal obviously is to, is to be there. But, um, I, I truly do feel like my stuff is good enough. I think my command is good enough. Um, with, with almost everything, I think I'm in a good spot. So just kind of, honestly, you can always be better in everything. Um, is kind of <laughs> what, what my brain is, is like, um, I'm never going to be at a point where I'm satisfied with with where I'm at. Um, So I guess to answer your question, I think if everything could be better, I could be, I I, I think I could be really, really good, but I still think I'm never going to be where I want to be. So I think just kind of tightening just kind of the edges and figuring out like what works and what doesn't just kind of get more experience and keep going. So that's, that's kind of what I think I need to do
0: going back to Locke too hey by the way he went to central michigan so i'm sure he gave great advice on how to deal with all that weather in april in Michigan, in the Midwest League, right?
1: It gets yeah, cold up don't. there, doesn't it? You don't. <laughs> you get out of there. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only way. To, that's the only way to deal with it, man. Yeah, it's, it's the only way.
0: There. There's no amount of clothing that can make me warm. No, in the middle 26 of April, twenty six degrees, it. <laughs> twenty
1: six degrees and raining. Like, what are you gonna do? And, and <laughs> you to have to act. Off. And you have to act like you're not miserable, but you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Wear a heated jacket in the dugout. That's my. That's my tip.
0: Oh, I'm so soft when it comes to cold weather, and I am not, I am not afraid to tell. You know, I would, I would dress up like an Eskimo, and my kids would go, Coach, are you cold? And I'm like, hell no, I'm not cold. That's why I would have all these clothes on. and so i don't I got get...
1: six sweatshirts on.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a little. Hey, you ready to have a little bit of fun here? Answer some, answer yeah, some questions? It. Okay. First of all, let's have some fun questions here. Number one, who is the funniest player on the team?
1: I think off the top of my head I'm going to just go with I'm going to go with Michael Hobbs. Oh, I, can go, I can see I'll that. I can see that. I'll go with Hobbs.
0: Is that why he's such a good closer because he just keeps an everything perspective like that?
1: I think so. I think so, man. He do, he does a great job. He does a great job. Guy never complains, just kind of keeps plugging. So, love that guy and you know, super happy to super excited to see where where, where he ends up.
0: All right, man. You had your inner squad scrimmages in Stillwater, Oklahoma uh, in October leading up to November. So you heard all about deer season. Bow season opened up about a couple of weeks ago. It's getting ready to be gun season here in the middle of November. So I've got to ask you, being deer season, who would be the most likely to be in a deer stand when when deer season opens up?
1: Oh, Maddox. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Maddox, not even close. Not even
0: close. (laughs) Okay. So the next question. Who would get picked first for a pickup basketball game?
1: Well, I'm going to go ord wide, and I'm going to say Frost. I'm going to say Nick Frosso.
0: Yeah, Frosso can still dunk, you know.
1: So can I. Oh, really?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, really? No doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming you had some pretty wicked – of course, you couldn't tell them at the time because pick-up basketball is like the most dangerous sport for a
1: baseball player on yeah, earth, that's, right? that's illegal. That is illegal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you had quite a few pretty good matchups at the Colvin Center there in Stillwater.
1: No. No, oh. I, I tried to stay away from there because that's where you hurt yourself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched my
1: roommate, my freshman year, my roommate, yeah. uh, Adam Hackenberg, who's yep. with the uh, AAA for the White Sox right now. I watched I watched him kinda get get roughed up in there a little bit and I was like, All right, we're we're done. We're done doing that. <laughs> I'm not gonna go back there. <laughs> I'm not gonna take a chance to hurt myself. No point. No point. So are you but point I, I guard?
0: What are you? A point guard are you your shooting guard or you a three uh, guard? What yeah. what are you?
1: I was a shooting guard. I would go I'd play where I'd play the two through the four, but four was not really like I wasn't big enough. Um, I only played like freshman sophomore year because we had just some some coaching stuff come in my third year, and I just, just couldn't end up playing for the team. Um, and you know, a bunch of guys ended up quitting and stuff like that. So, and I kind of tried to take baseball a little more serious at that point. But yeah, freshman sophomore year, I was on varsity and uh, didn't get to play as much as I would have liked. But you know, I, I love basketball. I was a little undersized at the time. I think I was like 165 pounds until I was to my junior year. So little hard for them to to have a liability on defense like that, but I could I could shoot it, I'll tell you that much. All right. And I used to go I used to go in before school and I would shoot like three hundred shots in the morning. So you <laughs> could shoot, shoot it and
0: you could dunk it.
1: I I back then it was more rim grazer. Now are we talking
0: tennis now, ball dunk or are we talking full on basketball? No. no,
1: no. Now now I can dunk a basketball, but back oh. then it was more more of like a rim grazer. Like I dunk my freshman year <laughs> um but it was more of like rim grazer and then as i moved on i could dunk a little better every year but yeah now now it's now it's now it's getting serious one Something of those like have you seen river by the way
0: uh-huh river's
1: yeah. got crazy bounce crazy really? bounce. okay oh yeah yeah okay. river's got crazy bounce
0: well he river was gonna... can, like windmill. Yeah, well, he was an elite two way player, so that doesn't surprise me. UMP yeah, broke.
1: He's, he's an electric athlete.
0: Yeah, I, I, and he's got swag to him. You know, you talk about dunking, and I was getting ready to ask you, are you talking about dunking in front of a crowd of all your friends in case if you don't get it right, you might fall on your face, or are you doing this by yourself? You got confidence to do it in front of your friends?
1: Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah come on of course of course i'll do it on one of my friends (laughs) oh oh, you're
0: gonna dunk on one of your (laughs) friends now you can see why justin Robleski is such a good baseball player the ultimate game of failure he just kicks it right in the butt you can see his mentality right here okay so next question here which teammate is the funnest to follow on social media and why i'm sure the dodgers curtail a little bit of that but which one would it be
1: my personal favorite—I I love watching Peto tweet about anything. His, I like his tweets, and then I like dry like humor. Pito's Instagram, just just Peto's Instagram, just the the sports stuff and everything about the Jets, like that. I love I love it, love it.
0: Yeah, Peto's a good one to follow. I see all of those same same Instagram posts and tweets that you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, if you got to of course baseball, you know you have rain, you have all different. You know, hours upon hours in a clubhouse and locker room or whatever you want to call it, where you're just killing time with with the dudes, right? Okay, so you're you're either playing video games or playing cards or whatever you may be doing. Okay, let's say that an arm wrestling contest broke out with the Loons this last year. Who wins?
1: Um, None other than... Mike Tyson, aka Jan Castro. Oh (laughs) his arms are huge. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That guy is a beast. He would win and it would not be close. Well who would would who would he be be
0: wrestling arm wrestling against in the finals?
1: Anyone? Um, let's see. I'd like to I'd like to throw a rush in there for sure. Dalton? Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd probably it'd probably be him versus Dalton. And it would just depend. I think. I think Jan would still win, but if someone got Dalton mad, he might have a chance.
0: Oh, really? It might at least yeah. be a match.
1: Oh yeah. So it'd if he got some one.
0: momentum going, he might be able to finish it off, right?
1: It, it'd be a good one, but I think I think Jan still got it. Um, yeah, I think Jan still got it. No, <laughs> I think it'd be a close second with Rush for sure.
0: Don't mess with Jan Castro, who, by the way, had a very <laughs> exactly. good year this
1: year. Okay, exactly.
0: okay, Robo, very, very, very proud of you. Got to see you know, five or six of your starts here at Oklahoma State. So that was really cool and so really excited when you became a Dodger. Super, super proud of you, super proud of the year that you had this year. So any final thoughts?
1: No, let's just keep rolling. Um, we really appreciate you. So keep, keep doing your thing and, and we'll keep doing ours.
0: Okay, and one last time, go Pokes.
1: Go Pokes. Go Pokes.